The Greenfield Post on Triple M. Are we live? With Will and MJ. They're awake and they're on fire. Hey, MJ. We are all about putting the boot into Richmond and Richmond supporters, but if you see a Richmond supporter work tomorrow, Mm. I'll just give them a a hug. I think after yesterday, I've got a newfound respect for Richmond Mm. supporters, because if they're still Richmond supporters after what happened yesterday... They are some of the most courageous, resilient supporters in Mm. world sport, and I really respect them. They've just... They've... (laughs) They just are up for a battering every week. <laughs> they lost after another five-goal lead. Oh, That's their third this season. That hurts so much more than just being down by five goals the whole game. You'd rather, yeah, you'd rather be blown out of the water mm. than lose like that. Absolutely. So mm. I, I, I have the utmost respect for Richmond supporters. I feel like this is a bit condescending to me. <laughs> it probably is. What well, else uh, happened in the footy? In terms of positive sense, Melbourne Demons played some unbelievable footy oh, this afternoon. Aren't they on a roll. And then back to some negativity. The Bulldogs looked absolutely terrible. The Bulldogs are not themselves. But there was an undercurrent running through that game, Will, that we are going to dissect piece by piece yeah. next here on the Greenfield Post. Well, you've told me there was a lot of feeling in this game, and I think you've discovered why, so I'm, I'm very intrigued. Exactly, and it started off the field. Ooh. That's coming up next on the Greenfield Post on Triple S. Will, the Demons' unbelievable form beat the Western Bulldogs by 57 points this afternoon at Etihad Stadium. Yeah, the Demons put on an absolute masterclass, and not mm. only their finals chances need to be strongly considered, their mm. top four chances, they're only out by percentage at the moment. So Port Adelaide's in fourth with the Demons sitting in fifth position, I As think. As I read it, that's right, and they're mm. only, well, they're, they're a good uh, 20% behind them, so that's an issue. Yeah. But still... If you're on points outside the four, you're doing a lot of things right, and the Demons did it today. Yeah, they're playing an under, unbelievable brand of footy. A mm. lot of pressure. The Bulldogs just aren't there. They crumbled. I think Rusey said this afternoon during the broadcast, Paul Ruse, yep. that you know when it happens once like it did last week against Sydney, yep. that's not really an issue. But when it, when it happens two in a row, that starts to become a you know a problem. Yep. So and the Bulldogs need a bit of room full, full of mirrors for the dogs, I think. Well, they're out of the eight. Yeah, I, I, I'm really I'm struggling to see them come back unless mm. they have a Sydney esque. And every turn week they seem they seem to have four changes now. Ling yep. Jong, I think Beveridge confirmed more or less after the game they think it is an ACL, so oh. that's Ling Jong out for the year. Sad news for him. Things going bad for worse. But putting that to one side, there was an undercurrent through today's entire game. Yeah, I missed. I texted you during the game and said this is during the <laughs> second quarter, saying this is the best game I've been at all year. You did, and I checked the score and I thought, really? <laughs> and I don't have a dog in the fight. I'm a Collingwood supporter. I didn't mind, but yep. despite the score. There was an undercurrent. Okay, now there was there's... a massive issue unfolding that started about an hour before the game. Yeah, from what I understand, there's a social media little feud that happened, and I want you to That's explain right. it to me, just blow by blow. What what's the deal here? Well, it came across our desk because I was working for Triple M Footy there. Yep, um, and it was a Instagram story yep. from Thomas Bug, the Melbourne player. Yep, who'd taken a fo- a selfie of himself and Jack Watts. And decided to upload it to Instagram and then tagged Jason Johannesson in it. <laughs> he tagged his actual account. Yeah, and said, you ready? So Jason Johannesson's phone lights up. He's got a notification. Thomas Bug just tagged you in a yeah, Instagram saying, story. saying, you ready? Yep. Now, the first time I saw this, I thought, well, this is an absolute non-issue. Yeah. I showed <laughs> bit of, a bit of fun. I showed Jay Clark and everyone was sort of the same opinion. Duck said, I don't really understand. It's not an issue. <laughs> But anyway, everyone over forty in the in the commentators' box was a bit yeah. baffled. We had Jade Rawlings, the Melbourne assistant coach, yep. and Jay Z, being the great journalist he is, yep. decided to ask Jade, you know, if he knew about it. Yep. Yeah, well, I'm not going to deny. It. I just found out about it before I come on here, and it's certainly different to how I behave, Jade. I can tell you <laughs> that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure there's a relationship between the guys. They know each other, but I just want to be clear that the respect we have for the Western Bulldogs and Jason Johannesson is very strong. And um, like I said, I don't I don't condone that sort of stuff, sending out, especially on game day. But 
Um, I'm, I'm very different to these young men as well. So, uh, yeah, nothing I would think malicious intent in it at all. Uh, no one ever said malicious intent. Well, that's serious damage control. That Why? Is. It's just a Instagram. Why is he going into bat? I don't know. That's but bizarre. At this stage, it starts to become a bit of a story. So this is before the game. Before still. the game. So Michael Roberts, the well, Triple M's boundary rider, moves from Melbourne across to the Western Bulldogs bench, bench to yep. chat with Daniel G in Syracuse. Yeah. This is about half an hour before the match. And Jay-Z again asked about this Instagram post because <laughs> we thought there's no way that the Western Bulldogs would be aware Let's of it. Let's just dig a little further. Yeah. Well, you're not allowed to have your phones, so you might be getting a fine coming his way. So um, that's the first I've heard of it. But uh, as I said, boys will be ready. Uh, we'll be looking for, forward to that contest and hopefully it goes our way today. Now, Gia denied <laughs> knowledge of it there. Yep. And I'm not, I'm not saying Gia <laughs> wasn't telling the truth there, but we since have found out, and this may have happened after the interview, that the Bulldogs were aware yep. of the Instagram post because Luke Beveridge confirmed that at some stage he was made aware of it. Wow, so Bevo knew about it. So it's gone from a not, not a story to now it's starting to become a story. <laughs> I think there's legs to this now. Now, at the bounce, everyone's eyes were on Thomas Bug yep. and, and Johannesson. To see what was going to happen. Well, of course, Johannesson's been in the news. Sydney targeted him a couple of weeks ago and absolutely yeah. put him off his game. Yeah. So everyone was looking to see, is anything going to happen? And yeah. sure enough. Oh, look, they're all going to they're bug. They're all going to bug. <laughs> they're all going to bug. Yep. Well, Eastern Wood just knocked him over. Oh. And this is Gia telling us they hadn't heard about their tweet. <laughs> so they've all gone. How we got a bit confused. It was an Instagram story. Yeah, the out. tweet. <laughs> But they've all, all the Western Bulldogs players have flooded to bug and what? Wow. So they've copped it. So from one tiny little Instagram story. It's not a coincidence. It's all exploded. There was more heat in this first half yep. than any footy game I've been to all year. And <laughs> Grand finals, Anzac Day. And it's all because of an Instagram. A little stupid black and white filter. And a little emoji. And Will, Will, I'm telling you, there was that much heat in it. And it didn't even just stay on the field. Yeah. Have a listen to what happened during the second quarter. Graham's just had a go at the umpires. The emergency umpire <laughs> is actually having a crack back. He's unreal down here on the boundary line, gobbing off with the umpires and the camp of the Western Bulldogs. This is back to the 80s. <laughs> so Ben Graham's having a crack at the umpires on the bench <laughs> because of an Instagram. Oh, because of an Instagram. A story. It wasn't even a post. Will. <laughs> Not even an Instagram post. Oh, hang on. It gets worse. Well, I've just got an update here. You should what? see what Thomas Bug's done to his LinkedIn. <laughs> What's he done? He's endorsed him in skills here. He's got being shit. <laughs> the Greenfield Post on Triple M. Well, there's nothing we like more on this show than when Aussies make it big on the international sporting stage. I think it's the thing we like the most. It is, especially sort of lesser known people. Yep. You've got the high-profile sports, yep. but we like to focus on the lesser-known people who are doing really amazing things in the world of sport. Yep. So you've got your Aaron Moyes, mm. and you've got your uh, Paddy Mills, but we like, you know... They're... We're rather level down from that. I don't care about it. They're doing their own thing. Yep. I, I want the, the battlers that don't get as much uh, media profile. Exactly. Well, yep. this is a perfect example like of that, because did you know this week the MLB draft went down over there in the States? Well, the I... Major League Baseball draft. No, I do know that because we, we've uh, organised an interview. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a good point. He's on the line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah funnily enough, this isn't a completely improvised show. <laughs> that's, well, that's right. We have Robbie Glendenning on the line, who was taken with pick 628 wow. in the draft. How deep does that run? So deep. G'day, Robbie. How are you? Congratulations. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Now, you were taken um, what, two days ago, is that right? Can you run us through the process? Yeah, no, I was taken yesterday. So, uh, how Major League Baseball does it, they do uh, rounds one and two. Um, they did that on Monday night, and then three to ten Tuesday, and then they did eleven to forty on uh, 
Wednesday, so I was in that batch, and yeah, I found out yesterday. They do rounds 11 to 40 in one day. That must be a whirlwind little process there. Were you getting a bit nervous after 627 picks had gone and your, your name still hadn't been read out? Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I'd been projected to go uh, 8th to 15th round, so I kind of had to wait my turn a little bit, and I was getting anxious. So Brutal. when I got picked, it was more of just a relief. Yeah. Now, now you're a batter, Robbie. Can you can you tell us who you model your game on? Are you more like a Chris Bryant style big hitter, Ricky Ponting? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong sport. Uh, I kind of uh, kind of a mixture of both. Uh, I feel like I can hit for good contact, but then yeah, I can also hit a home run every now and then. Oh, you beauty! Now it says here. I'm reading this article from uh, the ABC, and they said that. You st- you were playing junior college in Iowa, and then you went to the University of Missouri, and you're playing in front of crowds of fifteen to twenty thousand people at college. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So I played in the SEC, which is uh, probably the best uh, collegiate baseball league. And um, yeah, there was big crowds, big stadiums. So kind of normal in the league, which is kind of uh, different than Australian sports or university sports. Mm. Now, the University of Missouri, the Mizzou Tigers, is that right? And they're in Columbia? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Can you tell us a bit about um, college life? I think you're the envy of a lot of Australians who see, you know, American Pie and movies like that and want mm. to get involved. What, what, the, what are the parties actually like over there for a big sports star? <laughs> I mean, uh, well, as, as an athlete over there, it's not like the movies. You're kind of, uh, you're real busy and... Um, <laughs> You don't have much time to do any of that stuff due to the fact that you got, you know, you got to lift weights in the morning and yeah. the coach kind of uh, stays on top of it. But the, sor- the sororities and fraternities definitely get up to that sort of stuff, and we let that, we let them do that, and we kind of just focus on our sport. So, well, did you have a red solo cup in your hand at any stage over the three years that you're at college? Surely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, kind of, not really, I'm not too big into that, but every now and then, maybe. Now, I'm curious, Robbie, because growing up in Australia, I must admit that I, I'm familiar with the Melbourne Aces and the Brisbane Bandits, but I'm not so sure about the um, Australian Baseball League. But how does a, a young kid from Perth grow up uh, into baseball? How did you get into the sport? Right, well, yeah, with the Australian Baseball League, my dad used to uh, sponsor the Perth. He used to have a car rental company. And um, so my brother, my older brother, got into t-ball and baseball, and I kind of just followed suit with that. Were you ever interested in cricket? Were you a handy batsman there? Uh, not really cricket. I kind of played more footy. Uh, obviously, my last name's Glenn Dinning, so there's, there's a couple of famous yeah. footy players uh, named Dinning. And, um, Ross, is that right? So I kind of was into that. and then, uh, But I kind of just like baseball better. I like being a bit different. So now you, you're going to be picked up and you've been uh, taken to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Have you ever been to Pittsburgh? No, so, I haven't. Yeah. So that must be a bit of a weird experience. You're just thrust into this new city that you've never really like even acknowledged before and now it's going to be home. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully you got to... So it's kind of like footy how you get drafted and you have to go through mm. the waffle yeah. or the VFL or something like uh, You have to go through the minor league. So they're not in Pittsburgh. They're kind of around the place. So mm. hopefully I can get to Pittsburgh and stay there once that happens. Now, Pittsburgh haven't won since 1979, so let's hope that changes while you're there, Robbie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's hope. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us here on the Greenfield Post on Triple M. And, hey, we'd love to keep in touch, you know, as you go through um, the process and hopefully, yeah, as I said, do make your MLB debut. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, boys.
Cheers, Robbie. That was Robbie Glendenning, who's been drafted to the Pittsburgh Pirates in the MLB with pick 628, Will. Unbelievable. Yeah. Not sure if he was being completely honest there with the uh, Red Solo Cup question. No, I think... I think he may have been to a few college parties. I think his brand was in damage control there. He really didn't want to let too much out. Unless he could just be that committed to the cause. I I think that's what happens. I think there's a lot of sports... With elite sports uh, people. Yeah, I think when they're in college, they just... Keep their yeah. head head swiveled on, and yeah, uh, that's probably why he's there and we're here. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> we should have t- pressed deeper with the Glendenning surname, though. Yeah, I think we should have actually. It is, he won a Brownlow Ross Glendenning. Oh, did he? he? Yeah, he's a notable name. He, I think, the medal mm. in the uh, the uh, the Derby over there in Perth. Oh, the is that where we? Oh, that's where we know. Glendenning of course. Medal. Well, maybe we could get Ross Glendenning on next week. Yeah, <laughs> just to become the Glendenning show. Exactly. But um, imagine if you were at a school and you found out that Robbie Glendenning was in your grade, and then. He wasn't playing footy. Yeah, he was so over there. He's, in the, he's off pitching. In, in Pittsburgh. He's off rounding second base. <laughs> well, next week, Ross Glendenning right. on the show. If, so, if he's still alive. Well, Is he alive? He's 60. Yeah. Oh, well, perfect. We'll get him on then. <laughs> this is the Greenfield Post on Triple M. That'll be the first question. <laughs> Are you alive? This is the time of the show. We sort of dial things down just a little bit. Will and MJ's Serious News. <laughs> no, no, no. Serious News. You came in really flat there, real yeah, well, morose sort of, uh, well, you know, impending doom. Yeah, well, that's the kind of tone we need for hey, this segment. That's what that's the that's the theme of this uh, segment. So nice and flat. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want from the, from a radio show when yeah. you're driving home on a Sunday night. Yeah. All right. Now, while sixty minutes and Sunday night, of course, are doing their mm. investigative pieces and uh, mm. really. Uh, shining light on serious stories, we thought we'd do the same. Yeah, it's not all a barrel, uh, barrel no, it laughs. It's no. not, no, and we've got this opportunity to be broadcasting to millions here mm. from Triple M, so we millions. may as well, uh, you know, make use of it in okay. a positive way. So, this story is actually quite—it's quite sad and it's quite scary in mm. a way. So, like, I—I I, I don't think we are going to be laughing much. Mm. Um, in the U.S., a woman named Miracle Crimes. Miracle Crimes. Miracle Crimes. Oh. So that's her name. Bit amusing, but mm. that's just the US for you. It's a weird name. They're known for their weird names, yeah, though, of course. Um, so she has assaulted the assistant manager of Pride Gas. You can't be doing that miracle. Which is a petrol station over there mm. in the US. She was asked to leave the store and uh, police came. She resisted, assist, resisted arrest Yeah, and was uh, taken to police headquarters where she uh, threatened to kill police officers and she was tasered. Mm. Really horrible Gosh, scenes. You've gone gone nuts there allegedly yeah yep. so that's that's what uh, the the arrest report reads but mm. here's the headline for the article this mm. is where it gets really bad mm. i'm going to hit you in the head woman named miracle crimes tells springfield cop before allegedly kicking him in the groin <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> sorry that's the headline of the story <laughs> the old bait and switch <laughs> so the headline is i was going to kick I'm going to kick you in the head. She literally said, I'm going to hit you in the head. And then kicks him in the nuts. Kicks him in the nuts. She's a genius. Outstanding. (laughs) The old Muhammad Ali razzle-dazzle. The old one too. (laughs) From my right. Bang. I can picture the the cop totally just like covering his head as she said that. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a cartoon. A sneaky foot just slips through and (laughs) right next to his gun belt. It's the equivalent of like putting on your right indicator to turn right and then turn your left. (laughs) So is that all she done? Has done miracle, or is she? No, no, because she she's going to spend some time behind bars for that. Well, I'd like imagine. I said, her rap sheet. She can't be kicking cops in the nuts. Well, she's got six charges, including allegedly threats to commit murder, mm. assault and battery on a oh, police God. officer, assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. You don't want to know what it was. What? In brackets, it says tray of donuts. 
that was that. What? So that's classified as a dangerous weapon in Victoria. Of course it is. What? Who anything. did she attack with the donut? The, the manager of the gas station. What's wrong with that? Was he gluten free or something? <laughs> you can't attack someone with a tray of Krispy Kremes. It might have been what the whole blow up was about. Yeah, there was no right. glazed left. <laughs> Original glazed. So, well, I'm sort of I'm yeah, I'm half on Miracle Side here, but then you can't really be going. <laughs> you can't be on Miracle Side. <laughs> She's kicked a cup in the nuts. Yeah, that's true. But also the folks. She's got no leg to stand on. <laughs> did did she attack with the tray of donuts? Yeah. Like individually, or did she use the tray to attack? I think it was the tray. But I assume the donuts were on it. <laughs> Whereabouts in America was this? <laughs> you know I don't read this. <laughs> the Greenfield Post on Triple M. I feel like get a little bit nervous when you tell me you want to start talking rugby union. Now, league, I think you can... Maybe not hold your own, but you can at least have some sort of discussion. Yeah. You know who Billy Slater is. Yep. You know that Cameron Smith. Yeah. Cooper Cronk. Uh, State of Origin. Maroons. Uh, Blues. Uh, bon Jovi. <laughs> Tries. <laughs> Tries. Je- Jessica Mowboy. <laughs> You're all over it. Yeah, I'm all over league. Union, on the other hand. No. Pop, pop quiz. What's our? Uh, what's the Melbourne Rugby Union team? Um, the... Um, you know it. Rebels, you? rebels. Yeah, it's the rebels. Okay, yeah. I love that. It did you, take me a while to get there. You did hesitate for me. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. All right. Now, Scotland are over here at the moment playing just a generic international uh, mm-hmm. June fixture against the Wallabies. Yep. And this happened on uh, Saturday. Yes, yesterday. Now, you grew up in Brisbane, so yep. you've, you've got a clear advantage over being born and bred in Melbourne. Yep. I never talk about rugby union. Yep. Um, you grew up in Brisbane. Obviously, it's quite big up there. Oh, it's massive. And mm. and I also grew up in Brisbane during an era where the Wallabies were giant killers. They were yes. the best in the world, late 90s, early 2000s. Yep. George Gregan. That's it. <laughs> Who else have you got? John Eels. John Eels, yeah. Uh, Larkham, Latham. Yeah. I'm enjoying this name association. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very long game when I'm playing, but... Yeah, this is the sort of sports analysis that people are after. Okay, so Scotland... Yeah, I think uh, Ray uh, ranked a little lower than we are. Maybe mm-hmm. it's pretty close. Scotland, yep. are, they're, they're pretty good, and we beat them in the quarterfinal in the uh, in the world most recent World Cup. It was controversial, okay. but uh, anyway, Scotland got the job done over us, twenty four to nineteen. Yep, and this is on the back of a pretty disappointing, not just few months, but few years for Australian rugby. Well, we used to sort of go neck and neck with the All Blacks, didn't we? Yep, and I don't think we've beaten them in a Bledisloe Cup in. 40 years? <laughs> yeah, we can't close touch to that. We can't touch them anymore. It, it, it is such a one-horse race rugby union at the moment with the, the All Blacks. And they've also got their own tournament going on. They've got the British and Irish Lions. Mm. And the, did you did you see, um, I was it was on the screen at the pub last night yeah. where they were doing the hucker. Yeah. But I, I thought the hucker was sort of just the same dance moves over and over again. You did bring this up. But then when you watch the new one, they do all, it's a lot more complicated. Yeah. It looks a, more like the thriller dance now. <laughs> Got, there was a guy holding a big stick. Yeah. I didn't know you could use props in a hucker. They've hucka. got props now. Yeah. And I, I swear there were people that weren't playing that were hmm. alongside them. They just looked like backup dancers. Backup dancers. Yeah. Like, the whole thing is choreographed out of the room. I think they've bought in a sort of a Broadway choreograph <laughs> just to spice it uh, up one, a bit. One, two, yeah. step, step. Because <laughs> it's amazing. Slit your yeah. throat. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think That's what I'm picturing too. Yeah. Anyway, they're playing the British-Irish Lions. We're mm. so off track. But this yeah. is it's relevant because... Scotland have sent their best players to New Zealand to do this tour. Yeah. The British and Irish Lions are the four countries from the British Isles yep. coming together in one team. And they play here every 12 years and they play New Zealand every 12 years. Mm-hmm. And so they're over there doing their own thing. So we're basically playing Scotland A. Oh, so it wasn't even... Oh, it all wasn't, the best Scottish players are playing for the Lions. It was not full strength oh, Scotland. Oh, wow. Okay. And we lost And we them. still lost. Yeah. Were we full strength? 
basically, oh. as far as I'm aware. Oh, I don't follow good. that closely either. Mm. But it was in Sydney, so mm. I don't think there are many excuses. And that is exactly what Jack Quigley thinks. Now, who's Jack Quigley? No one. Is he a hooker? <laughs> no, he's a, he's a punter. Oh, okay. Literally a nobody. Yeah. <laughs> and he's written this letter mm. to the Qantas Wallabies. Which is another thing that annoys him. The fact they're called the Qantas Wallabies. Mm. Like the Caltech Socceroos. Ah, okay. Yeah. Or the em- Emirates Collingwood. Mm. Uh, like Quigley's not impressed. Quig- oh, well, that's that's a little side note. But mm. he goes, Hi, guys. Just wondering if you'd be so kind as to pass this on to Michael Chica, the coach, on my behalf. My name is Jack Quigley. I'm 29 years old. I'm a rugby player slash coach slash referee. Mm. But that's not important. I'm a pleb. I'm nobody. My opinion on rugby counts for the square root of F all in the grand scheme of things. But I've got one thing, passion. Passion for the game of rugby and for the Wallabies. And you can't deny me that. So despite just quickly, your best efforts. This is an open letter he sent to the, to the team. Yeah, open letter. I'm going to, and I'm, I'll paraphrase it because it goes forever. Mm. But he basically just says, the Wallabies are a disgrace. Mm. You got to the quarterfinals of the World Cup thanks to a, an incompetent referee. That you've been const- constantly disappointing. You lost to Scotland B because anyone that knows the best Scots are in New Zealand right now. You've mm. hurt me. Uh, and it, it, I can't do it justice. Mm. But the reason I bring it up is because he's asked the coach, Michael Chica, if he can go to a team meeting mm. during this week and have a 15-minute chat to the boys. And he's gone, give me 15 minutes. That's all I want. To look these guys in the eye and tell them what it means to be a rugby fan in this country. Because they don't know. They're not fans. They're players and coaches. They're different. They don't know. Print this out. Give it to a Wallabies media person. Pass it on to the cheeks and give me a 15-minute window. I'll take the day off work. He's broken down all the costs it's going to cost him to drive from Ballina to Brisbane. (laughs) This guy is the most passionate supporter. And this isn't just like, Mm. I haven't just spotted this out of the corner of my eye. This now has 30,000 likes in the Mm. last 20 hours. On the Wallabies So page. people are getting behind Quigley. There is no doubt that this post has been seen by at least one member of the Wallabies, if not most of them. Well, get him in there. And I, I think we've got to follow this because mm. I have a good feeling. Is, is it something they should do? Is that showing that they're in touch with the common man or is it no, is that a bit weird? they definitely shouldn't do it. I don't think it's professional. No, I don't, no, it's not professional at all. <laughs> For been... the coach to say, let's just get this random bloke from Ballina down. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't instill a whole yeah. lot of confidence in the coaching no. panel, does it? We should speak to him. I, w- I want to call uh, Jack Quigley. Yeah. Should we try that now? Give it a give it a go. It's pretty late on a Sunday night, but after the, after the break, we may or may not have Rob. What's his name? Jack Quigley. Jack Quigley <laughs> on the line. This is the Greenfield Post on Triple M with Will and MJ. Will, we were just talking before the break, mm. and I didn't think it was possible, but you'd managed to message that Wallabies bloke on Facebook. Jack Quigley. Yeah, he was lightning quick with his response, but yeah, it turns out it's <laughs> it, a bit late. It is a bit late. I think well, we don't appreciate how well, late yeah. normal people. Do their routines. Well, it's three minutes to 11. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's a great time to be no. um, arranging interviews. Up there in Ballina, he's just put the family to bed, and I think he's had a few beers. So. Well, maybe we could speak to him next week. Well, he said if he gets in touch with the Wallabies, he wants to be in touch, so... Okay, well, he w- won't be on. He won't be in touch then. Why? He's not going to speak to the Wallabies. Yeah, I, see, I don't share your pessimism. I think he might be. All right. I really... I'm backing him in. Really? So next week... We may or may not speak to a guy who may or may, may not, not have spoken to the <laughs> so, Wallabies. <laughs> that is a, now, if you're not listening next week, then 
if that doesn't, if that's not a promo, that, <laughs> ten o'clock next Sunday night, people will be hanging out for that. Tune in. I'm I'm excited myself. All right, quick. We need to do some uh, laundry. Well, just uh, if you jump on our Facebook page, Bill and MJ, a couple mm. of Richmond gags up there. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> Very easy. A couple of hundred thousand views up there. <laughs> Some low hanging fruit for you. Big plans for a video this week. Oh, so yeah? I'd get on Will and MJ on Facebook and the Greenfield Post on Facebook as well. Yeah. Uh, and subscribe to our podcast. Please do. It leave us a lot a, when people subscribe. Leave us a five star. I feel like an Uber driver. Mm, you just, yeah, that's what we need. Yeah. We're like radio Uber drivers. Basically. Because if we get down to about a three and a half rating, that's not great. <laughs> We're at five stars at the minute. <laughs> I think iTunes kicks you off. Yeah. So if you want to leave a positive review, <laughs> yeah. go on iTunes and review us. Please do it. If not, just, <laughs> just do it. Just keep your feedback constructive and uh, don't, yeah, don't we're all about positivity. That's it. Stay positive. Mm. Well, this is the Greenfield Post on Triple M with Bill and MJ, and we'll be back at 10 p.m. with a random bloke from Ballina, maybe, maybe. <laughs> next Sunday night. <laughs> Bring it on.